I heard mom burst out a couple times in the background. You know, that laughter is a good medicine. Yes, it is. <laughs> right. it, it'll push out a cough. It'll push a cough right away. Exactly. So You said that, that fence, uh, all that 100-pound fence stuff was yep. alleviating this, the gym. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, no nobody needed a gym when we were building fence. Yeah. All right. Let's say our prayers, family. Father, thank you. Thank you for the blessings that you bestow upon us. Thank you. Thank you for everything, Lord. You know, you're just so good to us. And it's so wonderful to know, to have assurance, to have anchors when we know that you're there, that that you're involved and that you care for us in these tiny little things, that you're the God of the universe, the creator of the world, and you're worried about us paying our next bill. And you're, and you're concerned with our provision. It's just, it's so humbling, Lord. You're so good to us. You're such a good, good father. And, uh, Father, as we kneel before your word tonight, we ask that you would just open up our eyes, open up our ears, that you would allow our hearts to take in your word and to hold it, Lord God, hedge about us so that the evil one cannot come steal it from us. Amen. Check this, Lord, and let your heart live and breathe in us. Yes, let Lord. your word live and breathe in us. Yes, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Okay. So, uh, all right. Chapter four. At the uh, very what? Um, verse one. Yeah. Okay. Raiden's going to read for us. He's just, uh, he's uh, strengthening himself. He's girding about his loins. You know? Awesome. Okay. Then Jesus was led by the Holy Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted and tried by the devil and he went without food for 40 days and 40 nights and later he was hungry and the tempter came and said to him if you are God's son command these stones to be made loaves of bread it has been written man shall not live and be upheld and sustained by bread alone but by every word that comes forth from the mouth of God then the devil himself took into the holy city and placed him on a turret, pinnacle of the temple. And he said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down. For it is written, He will give his angels charge over you, and they will bear you up on their hands, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, On the other hand, it is written also, You shall not tempt. 
test thoroughly, or try the Lord your God. Again, the devil took him up on a very high mountain, all the king, and the glory and excellence of them. And he said to them, and he said to him, These things, all taken together, I will give you, if you will prostrate yourself before me, and do homage and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. Then the devil departed from him, and behold, angels to him. Now when Jesus heard that John had been arrested and put into prison, he withdrew into Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he went and dwelt in Capernaum by the sea, in the country of Zebulun and Naphtali, that which, that what was spoken by the prophet Isaiah might be brought to pass. The land of Zebulun and the land of Naphtali, in the way of the sea beyond the Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people who sat in darkness have seen a great light. For those who sat in the dark in the land and shadow of death, light has dawned. <clears throat> okay. Stop right there and let's review. Light has sprung up. Okay, so we've been over this a couple of times, but I want to mention it again because I'm not sure who was on the nights that we talked about this. Every evil, every wickedness comes down to three things. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. And these are the three ways that Satan will attack you. This is the way Satan worked in the Garden of Eden. This is the way he attacks everyone and everything. And if you learn his, the, the way that he manipulates, you might, if God so blesses you, you might be able to discern his attack in your life. So, right here we had first... Jesus was led up of the Spirit into the wilderness while he had fasted four days, and afterwards he was hungry. He was hungry. And the tempter came to him and tried to tempt him in his hunger, lust of the flesh, the greed, the gluttony of the flesh. Jesus overcame the lust of the flesh. He overcame the lust of the flesh. Then next, the devil came up to him and said, if you're really this God, Satan tried to tempt him. Satan tried to tempt him with pride. That's the pride of life. Satan tried to insult him and tried to get him to, to act based on attempting him and saying, if you're really the son of God. Then we had Satan taking him up on a high place and saying, see all these things. See all these things can be yours. It's the lust of the eyes. Everything that the eyes can, can see, everything the eye could behold, as far as the eye could see, Satan was offering it to Jesus if he would just bow down. So Jesus overcame, overcame these things. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered unto him. Now when Jesus had heard that John was cast into prison, he departed into Gal Galilee. And leaving Nazareth, he came and dwelt in Capernaum which is upon the seacoast, in the borders of Zebulon and Naphtali, that it might be fulfilled which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, 
And here's another prophecy, another prophecy that was fulfilled. The land of Zebulon, the land of Nephilim, by the way of the sea, beyond Jordan, Galilee of the Gentiles, the people which sat in darkness have seen a brilliant light. And to them which sat in the region of the shadow of death, light has sprung up. Amen. I, I read once and I have a statistic written down somewhere that says that the odds of Jesus fulfilling all 70-something of the prophecies that were written about the Messiah, the odds of that happening are greater than all the particles in the entire universe. <laughs> then you find one particle in all the particles of the entire universe. They, they, if you took one particle of the universe and you cast it out, that, that if you closed your eyes and ran in circles for 50 years and reached out, it would be the odds of grabbing that particle that you had cast away. It's, uh, it's staggering at how I have, I've, I've had some conversations with someone in our family who's vehemently against God recently. And, uh, And, and I think about I think about that position sometimes, and I think to myself that somewhere inside, a person that takes that position, they must know that they're doing it just to be contrary, just because of pride, just because they don't want to be wrong, because because you know. If they're right, if they're right, and I and we are to die, but we live our whole life with a hope in Jesus Christ, then we lived a good life. Amen. We lived a life full of hope and promise, and the power of God. Right. Better to live a life with hope and promise and the power of God than to die in a life that was completely devoid of hope. That you believed all your life that when you died, there was nothing afterward, and you're just gone. What a sad existence. Yeah. What a horrible, futile, sad existence that must be. Never any joy. There's never any joy, and nothing can make you happy. Because right. in the absence of God, what is the point in life? Nothing. So, for verse 17, I'll read. From that time, Jesus began to preach and to say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Jesus, walking by the Sea of Galilee, saw two brethren, Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother, cast in a net into the sea, for they were fishers. And he said unto them, Follow me. And I will make you fishers of men. And they straightway left their nets and followed him. And going on from there is other two brethren, James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother. 
in a ship, mending their nets. And so he called them, and they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. I can't imagine if some guy came walking by in a robe and called my boys and they just ditched me in the middle of work and ran off with this guy. (laughs) You know? Don't you think that you would know, though, without actually knowing? Don't you think that I don't think anyone who ever had an encounter on this earth with Jesus Christ did not know down in the very base of themselves that that he was something spectacular, that he was not an ordinary man at all. I think the uh, I think the point that I was going to make was along those lines was that I I had an experience once a very supernatural experience where the family came to a city in Texas to get my car and stuff and during that inspe- during that experience um, Jesus spoke to me and there was a it was it was a life and death situation and Jesus spoke to me and and what he spoke to me i was completely incapable of going against what he said i i i had i had no control over my body to resist him what he told me to do i had to do there was there was no question and and so i feel when jesus called these people that when he called them he called him the same way he called me that day. And there was no saying no. Everything inside of you, everything inside of you, the sheep knows, sheep knows the shepherd's voice. That's right. That's beautiful. We know the shepherd's voice and we are born, we are born to know it. And it's in our very, it's in our genes. It's in our chromosomes. It's, it's at every level of our body. The perfect song is the sound of our Lord's voice. The siren song, which we can never resist, is the sound of our Lord's voice. And when he calls, we must heed his call. And they immediately left the ship and their father, and they followed him. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing all manner of sickness all manner of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria. And they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments. And those which were possessed with devils. And those which were lunatic. And those that had the palsy. And he healed them all. And there followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee and from Decapolis and from Jerusalem and from Judea and from Jordan. And he did not instruct his disciples to socially distance themselves. They were there amongst the sick. They were there amongst the lepers. 
amongst the diseased and the dying because they had their faith in Jesus. That's right. They saw what he was doing and they knew they were safe. They knew they were safe. That's the end of the chapter, Dad. It's all yours. You mean we ended that chapter? We did, yes, sir. Okay. Well, Father, as we come tonight, every one of us, and Lord, we respond differently. But, oh, Father God, those who turn down the response must hurt terribly inside. Father, I pray that you would touch hearts tonight that have rejected that call and draw them to yourself, Father. I know, God, that it has to be hurtful in the hearts of those about them. And I know, Lord, that me and Mom both have that situation in our families. Father, we ask you, Lord, tonight to touch, touch hearts, Lord. What a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a God of judgment. Lord, may we truly seek after your face and come to know you, Lord, in such a way that, Lord, there's no resistance, but all hope, all joy. And I pray, God, that you would sanctify each one of us, Lord, set us apart for the wherein you have called us, Father. We ask you, Lord, to minister to us and guide us. And fill us, Lord, with the sweet spirit of love and grace. God, give us knowledge. Knowledge to know and love you and others more. And to never be puffed up about this, Father. To give us knowledge, Lord, and with that knowledge, wisdom. And with the wisdom, Lord, give us understanding that we might truly walk a walk that pleases you, Father. Yes, Lord. Lord, I lift up our family to you tonight. I pray for Gwen. I just ask God you do a miracle work in her body. And thank you, Lord, for touching her body. I believe, Father, with all my heart, you're going to heal both of us. And Lord, I, I lift up Sky and Maria to you tonight, Lord. I ask you to bless that home. Bring nurture into that home and love and peace that passes all understanding, Father. And Lord, this is something you've promised, Father, and we're grateful. So I lift up to you, Lord Jacob and Raiden. ask God that you bless these young men. That you give them a hope in the future. Bless their friends, Father, whom they are in contact with. I ask you to bless Tannis, Father, and watch over this young man. 
draw him back into the fold, Father. I ask you, Lord, to minister to Aaron and Elise. I pray, God, for wisdom. I pray, God, for guidance in their future. And I pray, Lord, for the uplifting of your mighty hand, Lord, in their lives. And I ask you, Lord, to minister to John. Just grow this man, Father, and guide him. Draw him ever so close to you, Father. I lift up Mel and her family to you, Father. I pray, God, that you will bless Jim. I ask you, Lord, to bless Catherine and Cecilia, Father. I lift up Olive to you, Father. I ask you to minister to her tonight. I pray, Father, for your touch, Lord, in the lives of those, Lord, whom we come in contact with every day. Lord, we will never fail, never fail to mention you in our lives and our walk. I pray, Father, that you would bless God our churches. Lord, we know that it's been a while since we've met together. Lord, I know too, Lord, that you're drawing many in a different way, Father, to you. And so, Lord, let it be fruitful. Let it be rewarding. And we ask God that when we come through this, we'll come through this, Lord, shining for Jesus Christ. I pray, Father, for this country. I ask, Lord, that you bless our, our judges. I pray, God, that you remove judges that are unfair. I ask you, Lord, to remove people that are opposing, Father, the truth in the Congress and the Senate and our state governors our state senates, Father, and our mayors in every land, every city, and all the councilmen, Father. There's many, when I count, 51 states, Father. Lord, we ask you, God, to do a great and mighty work, Lord, in all of our lives. I ask you, God, to give us the hope and future in this country again, Father. Pray, Lord, that very soon everybody will be able to go back to work and do a mighty, mighty job, Father. Thank you, Lord, that you have poured out your heart and your love over this nation. And now, Lord, we ask you, Father, tonight to forgive us wherein we have failed you, Father. Let us confess our sins, Father, whether there be few or many, that we might, Lord, come to you and that you might heal this land, Father. And we just give you praise, Lord, tonight. Ask you, Lord, to do a mighty work in all of our lives. For we pray these things in Jesus' precious name tonight. Amen. 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 Yeah. Good night, isn't it? Good night, <laughs> yeah. Good night, guys. Love you, family. Love